back again. Thank y'all for tuning to the Good Days, Great Nights podcast. Um, I go by Cool Breeze. You know me in the cigar world. I got me 33. Uh, Leisha and Harrison's daddy. Or they father, depending on how you want to use your words. Your uh, your auntie's favorite podcast host. And your uncle's uh, new nephew. This one right here, bro, this one gonna be, it's gonna be that one. I gotta, I say it all the time, but I ain't never been. In, I ain't never been in a room with this kind of pressure. You know what I'm saying? They they got some smiles that's kind of tearing me up in the inside right now. So it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool to see it. Uh, we're gonna title this one out the gate. I'm gonna go and give it to you. It's her perspective, um, in the sense of um, the way we live the life. Sometimes when we live world, we all kind of feel like as men. Sometimes we don't understand women. So I got something for you. That's gonna kind of help you. It ain't it ain't the God of all gods. But I got some great women that's going to come and sit down and talk to y'all about some different things. So in the sense of that, um, this episode is uh, sponsored by uh, Black Co. They, they, they took care of us. They gave us a great event space. Let us come in here and show us some love. She made me sit down. I was trying to cut up pinwheels and all kind of other stuff. So she was like, hey, chill, I got it. You know what I'm saying? She didn't let me smoke my cigar in here, but she did let me chill. She let me light the candles and all of that, so it's cool. The homies came through, they helped me, set up some stuff, got some different things. So I just want to have a good time with y'all today and vibe. So we're going to start this thing off. Um, I want to go, I want to go to, I always say Houston. So let's go, let's go to New York. Let's go to New York. We're going to New York City, all right? Uh, we're going to fly in. We're going to stay, uh, we're going to stay out. Out, you know, saying out in the burbs, we got an Airbnb. Uh, we all getting ready to go out. Everybody chilling. So I'm the cool cat to get a chance to be with, in, in the room with some serious vibes, right? So I call my homies. They on their way, but but y'all get to ride with me to the to the venue. In the sense of riding with me to the venue, I just need two songs because the other ladies don't know you. In the sense of who you are as a person, they may have heard that you have a business. They may have heard that you. You live in Houston. They may have heard that you got about 10 businesses and you're doing your thing. Just open one. They may have heard that at 6.30 in the morning you yelling at people talking about, 
One more. You can do one more push-up, one more sit-up. You dig know what I'm saying? So we want to do it like that. So I don't know who want to start first. It don't really matter. Just uh, jump in there for me if you can. Matter of fact, let's go. I'm going to go with you first. I'm going to go with you first. So you can grab that microphone right there. Two, two songs that would, if nobody knew you right now, we, was out, we in the car, we riding, get ready to go to the club, we get ready to have a good time. You get to play two songs. They don't got to be off there that's in your hand. That's gonna, I'm going to tell you about that in a minute, just a second. But just two songs right now in your playlist that if a person didn't know you, it'll tell you who they are, who you are, I'm sorry. Um, I would say Best Friend. Okay. It, is it on that? It is. No, it don't oh. have to be on that. Oh, it don't have to be mm-hmm. on You just got that for something else. I got you in just a oh, second. Oh, okay, okay. So just your regular playlist right now. <laughs> so right now, they want to know who you are. Ooh, they want something with some bop in it. You know, they, they want to know who you are as a person. So right now, you get two songs. And it's, it ain't as easier than what it thinks That's it is. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what you What you pull in? What you pull in playing just a minute? What was your pull um, So my song right now is uh, Bob. Burner Boy. No, no, not Burner Boy, but Wizkid, Essence. Okay, that's what. Yes. Tell, tell me yes. about Essence. Tell me a little bit about Essence it. is basically talking about, like, I want you, like, you don't need no other body. Like, just my body. This is enough. Talk your talk, Queen. So. <laughs> talk your talk, Queen. Talk, talk, talk your talk, Queen. Um, so, your yes, talk. Essence has been on repeat, honestly. So, that, that's my song right now. <laughs> Can you squeeze one more? You got one more? <sighs> one more. Um, ooh, I've been on some Afro beats lately. That's cool. Um, Give me one. It don't even matter. I'll make it make sense in justice. Um, Burner Boy, yeah. It's just like a good vibe, good energy. I love dancing. I love moving my hips. So. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So you got a uh, you got a CD in here. I, I mean, do. They don't even yeah. they don't even make them no more. I had to go. They I, know. I, I had to search high and low for that. You know what I'm saying? So what you got in your hand? You I got? have brandy. So if if a, if a person asked you, you we was uh, we was joking. Faith Evans or brandy, and you picked brandy. Mm-hmm. Why brandy? Your, why brandy? Your person as a kid? Can you remember anything? Um, I just loved like just her vibe. She was very multi-talented. She could sing, act, um, loved her voice. At that time, I could relate to some of her songs. So yeah, very relatable at that time. For oh, okay, no doubt. So do me a favor. Let me do yourself. Uh, my name is Porcia. Okay. I am originally from Kansas City, but I live in Dallas, Texas now. I've been in Dallas for eight years. The triple D. That's Tri- where you at. Yes, that's where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> All right, no doubt, no doubt. I thank you. Got got somebody to to your to your right. Hey y'all. What's going on, friend? All right, so two songs. Two songs. Man, that's hard because I love music. But I would say if something stuck out to me right now, it would have to be Pop Smoke and LMA. Okay. Because you know both of those artists, they are just like confident. They bring sexy. You know, to the platform Come like on. no other. So, and I think I see myself like that, just confident and sexy, but have a level of confidence without the cocky, mm-hmm. you know, um, very easily to approach. Um, just and can vibe on every level, okay. no matter what the conversation is. And I feel like Pop Smoke and LMA do 
address that in their music. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's that, that's where I am that's, with, that's with my music. Or just both of them? Yeah, both of them. That's, those are my two. Pop yeah. Smoke, LMA. I don't have a particular song right now. Okay. Um, I kind of vibe with all that music through different various albums that they have. So I'm kind of like a all over the all over the place type okay. of music lover. So, but if I had to describe my vibe right now, it would be Pop Smoke and LMA. Okay, no doubt. What's that in front of you, right there? Um, so I have Frankie Beverly. Hold on, don't just run past. What is that? That ain't that ain't just Frankie. That's a vinyl. Well, it is a vinyl. It is. It's a classic. It's definitely a classic. Don't do me like that now. Yes, it's definitely a classic. It's Maze, Frankie Beverly. Talk about it. Um, you know, again, a vibe. Um, very old school, very classic. It reminds me of my, my dad uh-huh. in a lot of ways. Um, growing up as a young girl, that's all he did was play music. And so when I think back to just love and just showing emotion. Yeah. I think about music and I think about my dad. And so this is one of those albums that he would just play. Mm-hmm. And so we we grew up in the hood, you know. Okay. He lived off of 38th in Brooklyn okay. on a dead-end street. So okay. my dad would bring his big speakers out on his porch and just play music all day. And everybody knew, oh, that's Bob up the street, okay. um, you know, in the dead end. So people would come by. So it just, you know, like Joy and Pain. That's one of those songs where, you know, you feel good, but, you know, you done been through some stuff. But joy comes in the morning, sunshine and rain, all of that happens at once. And you can feel those things. So through music. No doubt. So do me a a favor. Introduce yourself. So I'm Sharday Shears, um, born and raised here in Kansas City. Come on, give me some more. What else, oh, what okay. else you got? I didn't know if you Go ahead, come on. come on. So, yeah, I'm Sharday Shears, born and raised in Kansas City. I am a mother of two young men. Um, I am a licensed hairstylist. I work at Loose Hair Salon with a group of amazing women um, down on 20, two, 2004 Grand. Okay. Um, I am also an event planning I own, I own an event planning company where I specialize in small and intimate events. Um, I can also host events in my small and intimate event space. Um, I'm a planner for weddings and all types of other special events, as well as offering um, event decorating. I was a educator, so I taught for nine years before I stepped in the arena to be a 100% entrepreneur. So that's my background, a little bit of my background there. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Okay. You got somebody to, to your right, right? Okay. To the right, to the right. No, just kidding. Talk your talk. Come on. <laughs> what you got? Two songs. Two songs. Don't remix me. Give me something new today. I ain't going to remix you. But there are two songs when I get in my car that always seem to find their way to the top of the list. Okay. One is Sorry Not Sorry. It's with Nas and Jay-Z. Yeah. Uh, and DJ Khaled, I think. I really like that song. It's the whole vibe. It's the grown men are in that video doing their thing. Yeah. But more than just that, just that whole, you know, I'm unapologetic about who I am and where I have been able to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? Myself at this time. So I really like that song mm-hmm. for that. And then the other song is way to the other side of the spectrum. Come on. But it's Tony Braxton. Um, How many ways can I love you? Okay. She's she's super sexy. She's super grown. She also knows how to voice her opinion and she's in tune with her sexuality. And I like that. 
So those are my two songs. And you got some. You got you got that thumper in front of you right there. Let me tell you about Big Bub, okay? You got the cheat code. Oh my gosh! And so my older brother, and okay. he's in his fifties now. So when I say older, I mean you know he's a little bit older for sure. Right. But he he used to bump this all the time. But I didn't start listening to it until probably about two years ago, and I was like, dang, where has he been at? I was like, oh, that's what he was listening to. So I'm a lover of all things. Yeah. But I'm really super affectionate. I love love. And he got some cuts on here. Yeah, so yeah. Call Me and Settle Down is probably my two favorite. Uh-huh. So I absolutely love Big Bub. And it's just good riding music, too. If you just want to get in the car and just ride, you can throw his CD on and just vibe out. No doubt, no doubt. Okay, so you do me a favor. Introduce yourself. Introduce myself. Okay. Okay, so I am Christina Williams, and I am the co-owner of The Black Company, Mm -hmm. um, which is a members-only gentlemen's club where we connect outstanding men of color. Yes, ma'am. Super excited to be here and be of service um, to our men in our community and providing them with a safe space. Mm -hmm. So if you are not following us, can I go ahead and shout out? Follow us at The Black Code. It's B-L-A-K-K-C-O. Facebook, Instagram, website is www.theblackcode.com. No doubt. All right. To the right. Come on. (laughs) Okay. Two songs. Two songs. So, all right, I'll do the two songs I've been listening to the most. So, Her with Little Baby Find a Way. Okay. Love that. I love her. I love Little Baby. Um, Song just kind of reminds me of making a way. Like, regardless of what's going on, we're going to find a way to make it happen. Mm Mm-hmm. So kind of my life story. Okay. Um, second song, Lil Ratchet, 42 okay. Doug, Maybach. I was, okay, <laughs> go, I'll tell you about I listen to that like every day. It's, okay. it's a workout song that okay. I love. And then? Um, oh, that's two, right? That's two. What you got in front of you? Okay. I have a vinyl in front of me, Nipsey <laughs> Hussle. Okay. Um, this album means a lot to me. Um, he is so motivational, inspirational. Um, everything that he says, I love. Like the whole CD, just about everything. He came from the struggle. He made a way. He cares about or cared about the community, which is kind of goes hand in hand with me and what I do, because um, that's what I do it for. It's my community. Um, so introduce. Please do. Okay, I'm Christina Perry, owner of Body Love Personal Training and Fitness Health and Fitness. Um, that's pretty much it. Mother? Oh, I'm a mother, yes. I have a dog and a daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Two girls. Okay. Nine-year-old, or no, how old is she? She 11. 11 and a nine-year-old. Okay. My dog's nine. Appreciate it, appreciate it. You can take this one right here. In front of you, this one, yeah. Two songs, ma'am. Okay, um, two songs, so, uh, I kind of able to cheat because I was thinking the whole time y'all was going. So the two songs that I came up with, uh, one is Mary J. Blige, Just Fine. Like, that's my song. Like, I play that, like, when I'm in the car, when I'm uh, just driving, and I'm probably on somebody's Snapchat because I'll be kicking it um, to that song. And just basically what she was just talking about, like, you know, no matter what struggles you go through, no matter, like, what you encounter, you always got to know, like, I'm going to be just fine. And one of my favorite, well, I've just, I've came up with a quote for myself. Talk your talk. And it's, uh, I don't gamble, but if I did, I would bet on myself. 
So that's how I feel. So I don't know. That one's that. And then the other one is a little bit more recent. Um, it's uh, Buno Mars, and I don't know the other people's name, but uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, thank y'all. Um, but leave the door open, and I feel it. like that's like a little bit more smooth. You know, this right. is kind of like everybody is on this two step in there. Mm-hmm. So you know, I love two stepping to that song. So that's it. <laughs> okay, okay, and, and then that's it. okay, and then what you got? Um, I actually have a CD, and uh, the CD that I have is Monica, and I really, really love Monica. I, I love her, and one thing that I like about Monica that I can relate to is Monica has stayed relevant through all these years. Now, Monica might not be, and I say this with respect, but she might not be at the top of the list or, no you know, like on on the top of, you know, what people might, um, somebody who, what they might mention when they're talking about, like, females in the industry, but she's maintained, like, she's coasted through, and that's how I feel about myself, like, I'm always, you know, maintain, do what I gotta do, kind of going back to just fine, tying out full circle. (laughs) So, do me a favor, introduce yourself. Okay, so, I am Goldie Powell. And I am now a full-time entrepreneur. So what I do is websites. I have a business called Cyber Creations. Um, By the way, we're hiring. Um, And I also do what is called The Blacklist. So that's a website for um, people to go and you can search different categories to find what you're looking for in the black community. Um, So I do that and I'm in the military as well. Okay, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So I got, a, I got, a, I got, a, I got a cool panel, right? So yes. I got a cool, I got a cool panel, right? So everybody got their thing, right? So let me go and get me out the way, real quick. I pick guy, you know what I'm saying? Um, two step, um, pops, mom, everybody, like piece of my love on the joint. Um, say goodbye. It just, it's that thing. But I also picked it for the fellas because ain't nobody here but me. But I'm not here to. My goal is not to criticize, it's just to listen. So I'm the listening ear for the fellas. You dig what I'm saying? So that's why I picked God. There's some sticky notes on the table. Uh, we kind of talked about it prior. Um, I'm going to really let y'all kind of just do your thing in the sense of certain things. But I'm going to ask a couple questions. But we're looking at, like, perspective. So if you was to think about, like, certain things that you want to talk about, you would want to make sure that, you dig what I'm saying, stick it on here. When I go see the guys, fellas, be ready for the hall pass coming very soon. Make sure y'all ready to answer them truthfully, very transparent. It's, it's going to be uncomfortable. So if your hall pass ain't turned in two days before the event, don't come. Because I don't want nobody old lady, nobody kids. Talking about my daddy can't come home because he went over there and he was talking too much. You know what I'm saying? So make sure y'all do y'all piece of that. But that's why I pick guy. It's just one of them things, and I'm, I'm big on two-stepping. So. And, you know, if it wouldn't have been that, it would have been the LeVert family. So kind of gave y'all a list of whatever look at it in the sense of showing difference so i like to dance you see what i'm saying so you would so when i'm having a conversation with her i'm gonna make sure i'm upbeat i ain't gonna come with a drag because coming with a drag would kind of like kill her vibe she want to be having a good time you see what i'm saying if i'm playing maze i'm a reminder of her pop so it's a more or less of a you know what I'm saying a thing of having a good time and being the cool cat on the neighborhood you see what i'm saying the cool person that everybody knock on the door and they don't have a problem with asking for anything from Pops because he just seemed approachable. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you go Big Bub, that's that's just everything. You see, you see what I'm saying? Like, cause in, in the sense of me, because 
that's one of the ones that, uh, you know what I'm saying, when you look at it, when he, Teddy Riley did it, when he was producing it with Big Bub, that was the first time he was in his R&B back. That's one of the one albums outside of, like, Life, the artist's life, that I can play all the way through. I can play that album all the way through. Listen, listen, I, I got you. I don't, don't worry about nothing. So, so I'm going I'm to I'm break it down. You know how, like, if you're in the club and you hear Joe Good Girls, that's an essence of that. You dig what I'm saying? Like, that was that era of that. Like, guaranteed that. Nipsey, of course, without a given, love it. Shoot, I, I, I shed tears when he left and when I watch some of the memories now just because he was 33. And that's what they come in the cigar world. So that kind of ties into it. Also, the 42 song, maybe I just heard it last night. And I'm like, turn. Yeah, because I don't really, I'm on the other side. You know, I'm, you know, I like a lot of R&B. <laughs> so that, so, but it was cool. Monica, that was my crush back in the day. That was, that was back. That was back. That was back. And, and uh, it's a song on there you can step to, too, as well. So that, so kind of switching up in the gears of it. I want to ask you guys a question in the sense of, like, stereotypes. We're going to kind of get into the meat and potatoes of it. So a lot of times people base things off of, like, a woman is this. Most women are this. Most men are that. Um, What are some stereotypes that you've heard or had to endure in your life as far as being a a black woman? It is what it is. So give me some stereotypes. If you can, flip through whoever want to go first, whatever. Just talk about Um, it. Just women being more feminine. Um, and not being, I guess, as masculine, like, because it's just like, you know, black women look to us like just strong, you know, we're independent, and it's not that way. Like, we do want a man. We do need a man. Um, we want someone to lead. Yeah. So I hear that a lot, like, with men, like, you know, a lot of women are not feminine, or black women are not as feminine. It's like they give off more masculinity than feminism. What do you think changed it, though? What made, what made it become that? Like, if you can look at it and say um, that. Like, I would say social media. Yeah. Um, I would say just women having maybe kids younger and, like, if you don't have the father, like, the daughter is just seeing their mother do it on their own. So it's just like now they might have now ingrained in their head, like, okay, I'm going to be independent like my mom versus, like, understanding we need that man. We need him in the household. We need him. You know, we need him. Right. All together. So I would say that. Okay. So that's okay. What you got? It don't matter. Y'all can mix it up. Whoever want to go, you can go, whatever. Okay. I would say that women don't listen. That's a stereotype. And I would say that most women do listen. And I would have to say even for myself, when I found myself not listening, it was really reactive to feeling disrespected, trust being broken, um, not feeling valued. So for me, it was like once those things happened, I found myself kind of shutting down. And so you were talking, but yeah, I wasn't listening. And I wasn't in the mindset to listen either because, again, either I felt disrespected, right. I, I didn't feel appreciated, something happened, you know what I mean, to shift that. And, and for me, it went all the way back really to my father. Yeah. And I can be honest because while I grew up with both parents in a household, it wasn't necessarily the healthiest environment. And so seeing my father do some things that I didn't particularly care for, it just, for him to be kind of that first male role model in my life, I found myself not having respect for him. Mm-hmm. That pattern began to follow me. So if I was in a situation with a relationship, being my ex-husband or whoever, I just felt like once 
again, I felt disrespected, felt like I couldn't trust you or something of that nature. That's when I did find myself carrying that same attitude of not listening. But reality is, is that we do listen. We talk a lot. But we do listen too, and we love to listen to men who are leading, mm-hmm. men who respect us, men who value and appreciate us, and also hear us. Because hearing is it's really a two way, you know, form of communication. I'm listening as you're talking to me, but you know that's reciprocated back if we both are doing it to each other. So I just think it's a myth that women don't listen. It's more so if you find that she's not listening, why is she not listening to me? Where is the breakdown in the communication? So with that, um, do you think both women and men, we listen to respond or do we actually listen to hear? And when I say that, sometimes I think like a lot of cats, they'll be like, uh, you'll give me a list. Do this, do this, do this, do this, this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take what I think is the most important thing and I'm going to put it on a tier, right? What did you say? Run it right back, mm-hmm. right? But I'm really running it right back for you to be quiet. Mm-hmm. So I can just do it and get it over with. You see what I'm saying? It's no shade in it, but it's that some women, when you're talking to them, if you say, I feel like this, 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 and this, they're going to say, okay, I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. But I feel like this. So now it's a game of my feelings are more important than mm-hmm. your feelings. From a, from a man's standpoint, I'm telling you, like, you can see that sometimes with some men mm-hmm. where they're listening to, to just respond and get it over with. Because they don't want to be on the hot seat. Cause, yeah. Because when you when you when you giving it to us, as far as the things we don't do, a lot of times we're kind of like jaded in a sense because we're like, dang, bro, like I gave you all of this, or I'm doing all of this on your list, but I missed one thing, and it's like it's kind of like a a highlight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and I just feel like that's back to the level of maturity of the individual. Yeah. At the end of the day, when you become in relationship with someone, it's about give and take. Yeah. So you are always or should be in the, in the thought process of I'm listening, I'm hearing, I'm also able to share my feelings, but I'm also more concerned about the other individual as well. So, you know, self takes a back seat. So right. it's not always about how I feel because it's easy to do that, what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. And even today, I feel like I, I'm conscious about making sure it's not I, 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 you know, mm-hmm. but neither should I hide how I feel. But it's always about what you say. I mean, you know, it's how you say it versus right. what you say. Right. So being more open, you know, to to others, you know, and listening to them is great. And I think that maybe why men are being quiet, and maybe you can share your thoughts on this. Y'all, y'all are quiet a lot, and yeah. so maybe you are listening. And maybe when you respond, it's like I now have the right thing I need to say. Right. Maybe that's the case. I don't know, but I think so. I think it's that, and I think it's fear, um, fear of not doing what you, what what a woman feels like you need. Mm-hmm. But, um, you. I seen something the other day. Somebody sent it to me. It was another podcast I thought was dope. I think it's like cruise season or something. Men are not taught how to be husbands. They're taught how to be men. Mm-hmm. They're taught That's how the you're taught how to provide. They're not. Nobody gives you a menu. They give you different books now and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, to improve your marriage, do this. To prove your relationship, do this. Five love languages, this. All of that. You get all of that. You get you get everybody. You even got American Pimp if you want to take it that way. You see what I'm saying? Like you got different <laughs> stuff, right? Right. But nobody tells you. This is that. Because every time you try to be that, if it's a boyfriend, today you may want flowers. Two weeks from now, the smell of flowers get on your nerves. It could be tomorrow. Now you've changed, <laughs> right? Now you've changed. But he's feel like, I've mastered this already. Mm-hmm. So now i got to go master this. So it's an ongoing battle. 
with a man because he, he feels like he has to please. You see what I'm saying? You look at it in the sense of, like, every day it's that, like that. You look at different people, dogs, kids, women, automatically get you get a benefit of the doubt. You see what I'm saying? Like love. They, they love kids. See a baby? Oh, baby's cute. See a woman? She may not be your cup of Hennessy, but she's somebody's Dr. Pepper. You see what I'm saying? A man, everything he earns, and Chris Rock said it, it has to be based off of what he provides you to feel. You see what I'm saying? Your feelings, how he makes you feel. It's not off of just him just genuinely loving you. It's based off of how he feels. So a lot of times when you're listening and you're going through all of that, it's a, it becomes a checklist. And I think that's something that men fear is a checklist because you'll think about everything you've done right in the sense. I'm telling you, like, you'll genuinely think. Every, all my partners say it, like, hey, bro, I did this, I did that. Mm-hmm. And it ain't enough. Well, you got to keep going. I understand every day they change. Every day you change. Every day you evolve. Because he's going to change. But we're, a lot of times we're just quiet for the fear of making mistakes. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. Did you have something to say? Oh. Okay. So to piggyback off of that, I think um, one thing that came to mind about stereotypes is a woman's need. Like how men think we our needs are materialistic things, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I just think that a lot of times not enough men take the time out to understand who they are dating, who they are with, yeah. to... Um, provide that need of that single woman, you know what I mean, of that particular woman, of who you're dating, not who you used to date, who liked purses or bags or whatever the case may be. So I think that is a huge stereotype where men really come into situations and think that every woman is, their needs are materialistic things, and that's not necessarily the case. And I think um, a lot of times, you know, piggybacking off of, the checklist, men saying, oh, I did this and I did that and I did this for her. And it's like, okay, well, were those things that you did, things that you thought would make her happy? Mm-hmm. Or were those things that you know that she needed in that moment or in that time right. of where she is in her life in that time? Right. So I think just realigning, um, for, per se, for the men, who are you dating? What do they need? Yeah. What is that woman desiring in that moment? What does she need? What are her needs for where she is in her life, then that's when, you know, you can start doing all the checklists. But don't do checklists because you think yeah. that's what she's going to need. Yeah, it's going to be a temporary happiness, temporary fix. But if that's not what I really need, if I need new tires, I don't want you to go out and, yeah. you know, go get my, my car washed. Like, don't sense. wash my car. Don't right. clean my car. Don't. You know, don't do all that. Don't get my 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 grass cut every week or whatever the case may be because I need new tires. Like, mm-hmm. that's not what I asked you to do or that's not what I need yeah. right now. Just using that as an example. You know, tires and grass cutting, that's two different uh, spectrums. <laughs> I know that's a bit much. Right. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just just kind of making sure you understand who you are dating in that time and in that moment and what it is that she needs, not just doing things because... Mm-hmm. This is going to put a smile on her Just face. Kind of throwing think, at the yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So then that's when feelings get hurt. That's when, you know, you feel like, oh, I'm doing this right and I'm doing all this, mm-hmm. but she still ain't happy, boy. You know, like, because right. that, that's not what I Do me a favor. Write that, write that one down. I need that one for the yeah. fellas. Y'all get ready. I need, I need that one. I need that one. Okay, what you got? I guess I'll pick it up after her. Grab me one. Grab me one. 
that independent stereotype, a lot of men, at least the men that I seem to come across, seem to think, like, that you want to be independent. And it's not necessarily that you want to be independent. It's more that you have to be independent. And, like, some of those things, like she's saying, just cutting the grass or getting a car wash, that would be nice sometimes. Right. It's like they don't think of that because they're like, oh, no, she's independent. She's a single mother. She's used to doing all of this. She. Like, I don't want to do it. Right. I don't. Help me. Right. So so let me ask, though. Do you think, why do you, like, why do you think it's perceived that way? Because from, from a man, I believe it's generational. Like, it's brought down. It's taught. It's taught. It's seen. It's social media. It's it's a lot of that. So when men do see it, and we're quick to say what, and that's both. This is, this is just me talking for me, and I'm not talking about for y'all. What you won't do, somebody else will do. If I don't do it, Leroy down the street would love to do. He's going to come cut the grass. He's going to go get that car wash. He's going to go get you some used tires, two used in the back, and, and some new ones in the front just so you don't spin out, you know what I'm saying, in the winter. He's going to do what he has to do, so it's an ongoing thing. But why is it that you think that men feel like, that women feel like they're so, like, independent? Like, what's changed? I feel like it is generational. I feel like a lot of people are in single-family homes, and they see their mother or it could be their father mm-hmm. doing everything, so it's um, normalized now. They just think, oh, that's how it's supposed to be. You'd be all right. Right. It's like, well, if we're trying to make a relationship, we need to be partners. We need to be doing things together to help me and I'll help you. Right. Like, so is that be a team. A, so is that a conversation when you first getting around and you say you Absolutely. know your person now? So you so you I sit think down and so. You, so you had a conversation like, hey, I'm independent. These are things that I like. Do you think women should do that more? Or you think that's something like where a guy needs to kind of kind of scratch and sniff, kind of pick and jewel at it? Or is that something that, as adults now, we need to have those clear conversations? I think it should I be think, up front. Yeah. It varies with everyone. I'm a very direct person, right. so I am always up front. But there are a lot of people where they're, they beat around the bush a little bit or they right. kind of want you to figure them out, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would prefer <laughs> for right. you to come straight to me with whatever is going on. Right. And I, I'm not saying, like, you have a long list, but, but when two people get together. And you've been doing this without a person. You've been doing this with a person. And now you got to do it. Just have that conversation. I think a lot of times will save you a lot of that. Because then you know, this is more than what I, I bit off more than what I can chew. I can't do this. Let me, yeah. let me, tra- let me trade this one in. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not trying to be funny, but for men and women, a lot of times, I've, I've heard lately, rent, lease, buy. Right? If you rent it, you don't like it. After the weekend, you take it back to Enterprise. You dig what I'm saying? You lease it. You don't like it. You take the Tahoe back to Chevy. Let me pick something different. Move my payment over here. If I buy that thing, when them tires is needed, you see what I'm saying? When it's time for oil change, I'm now responsible. Mm -hmm. But I believe that we are so quick to be like the relationship has to come. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. What was she going to say? You had the mic in your hand. I thought you was about to bring me something. Oh, she, so we were just talking about love languages, just understanding um, yeah. love languages between just anybody that you're dealing with in that time. And then to piggyback off of uh, jumping into relationships, I think also sometimes, no, I'm going to say a lot of times in our culture, I'm going to pick on us a little bit. That's real. We don't know how to date, you know. We date with the mindset that, I'm talking to so-and-so, and and that's who I'm talking to. This is my guy, or that's my lady. And it's like, no, that's not dating. Mm -hmm. You need to date. 
What is that? Multiplicity. And that's my, that's my, I mean, because just because you're dating someone does not mean that you all are intimate. That does not mean anything. That means, okay, we're getting to know each other. We're Mm -hmm. going on little dates, you know, around the city. You know, we are getting to know one another. And I think a lot of times people get so strung on um, that, that uh, monogamous relationship. And that's not what dating is. You know, dating is to see what you like. It's a, it's a shopping. It's yeah. a shopping game, you know. You're supposed to shop around. And, of course, <laughs> you know, it took me a long time to get to that point, especially, you know, um, Christina knows, Priscilla knows. I'm widowed. So, and it's been since 2012. So, who I was married to was someone that I went to high school with. Yeah. So, coming out, so be, becoming widowed, again, at a young age, and then dating someone that I married in a young age, um, I didn't know how to date. You know, I didn't know how to date. I didn't know what that meant. And when you're in a committed relationship for so long, dating doesn't look fun to you at all. It's like, okay, I need to find my next person. Right, right. So that I can just, you know, get back to what was comfortable for me. And that's just not, that's that's not it. Mm -hmm. You definitely, you know, coming into age and getting into my later 20s, early 30s, like, okay, this is dating. Dating is, you know, just figuring out what it is that you want, but then also making sure that you understand who you are as a person, as a woman or a man, before you even get into dating people because then you fall in some of those same little traps of um, thinking that, oh, I'm dating this person or I'm with this person, and so this is this is my person, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's not healthy, you know, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So... You know, just just lighten it up a little bit when we go out and meet people. You know, it's just a, a series of shopping. Treat it like a networking. So are we like okay, so, so this, I say networking. You know, so I'll piggyback on that because I see dating as networking. You yeah. know, you're getting to know people, and it's just like a coming and go type of situation. You're not necessarily getting connected and linked in and locked in with this person. You know, mm-hmm. so I totally agree with what you're saying, but. Um, I have a question, and it's how do the men feel about that? Yes, because I, was, I, was I don't like think I feel like a part of why why we do start mm-hmm. feeling like this is write that down too. It's a good one. It's a good one. Write it down. For I feel like a part of why we start feeling like this is my person because, and uh, sometimes, but the man the man is like, okay, you my girl. I want you to go everywhere with yeah. me. I want you right here next to me, and you'd be like, wait, like. This ain't that. Like, (laughs) exactly. I just met you. I don't even know you. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they can become a little clingy. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like sometimes, um, and then once you start being like, okay, this is my guy, then it's like, wait, what you doing? Like, this is not what. So so I feel like um, those are, that's one of the conversations that we should have early on. But I also feel like, like um, we were talking about, do have to be mature because telling somebody you dating somebody else is is hard. Talk like, your talk. It's, talk your talk. It's yeah. definitely hard, and you know it takes a really mature person to understand mature, and you got to be comfortable with yourself because you could be like, well, you, you want to. I mean, sometimes with girls, they start looking up the other girl or who you talking to. They try to find out who you talking to, and it's it can just get really really messy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's why I think. You shouldn't even be dating right. until you are comfortable. You you feel like you have healed from a lot of right. things because you could bring a lot of right. traumas from 
your not even just from past relationships, from your childhood. Okay. Like you can bring a lot of traumas into relationships that you don't even know that you're doing. So, 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 go ahead. You got. I, I, no, I was just gonna say. I feel like it goes right back to you what you said earlier. Too. She don't got nothing over there. Need to get her to take. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, it goes back to what she said as far as communication. So, for me, yes, I am dating because, like Sade said earlier, it was just like, I did think at first, it's like you date some person. When well, you're dating, you just date one person. You just get engulfed with them. And I was like, no, I can't do that again. So, now I'm dating, and I'm like, you know, I'm very direct up front. So, I'm like, you know what? Nah, they about to. If, so, I was talking to this dude, and... I was like, yeah, I'm about to go on a uh, date with this other guy. He was like, okay. You know, so I'm just I'm like, if you're honest and upfront, like, it can't be like, no, oh, so I heard you was out and no, because I told you up front. Like, I'm telling you what I'm doing. So now where I'm at, I'm letting you know. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no secret. It ain't going to be like, oh, I see Priscilla. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, and he's okay. Like, he looked like he's up for the conversation, I guess you could say. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. I just feel like if we communicate and be up front, then you ain't got to worry about the, oh, he was into you now, it's reversed, and he like, oh, and now, you know, the flip-flop feeling. So it's just like being up front, communication is key. Right. And I feel like if we communicate in the beginning, it will not be no questions later. I would agree, and I just want to add compatibility. Like, okay. can we get to a compatibility test, like, early on? Okay. Are we even compatible? Okay. Like, are we compatible? Keep going. You know I, what I mean? I, I, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do we going. have some things in common? You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I am today, where I plan to go, is yeah. that even the same thing? You know right. what I mean? Are you looking for long term? Are you just want a fun time? Let's just have that conversation. I, I'm glad you said uh, that. I'm, I'm next. Front. I'm next, y'all. Because I'm, next. I'm, next. Because I'm, I'm just saying. I'm let y'all know I'm next. And, you, and you said something earlier, and I'm like, a lot of times, too, because I have been married. I just want to say to the women, you know, we do have to be honest about how we have this expectation of husbands. Yeah. Sus. Uh-huh. You want a whole husband, and he's not your husband. He's yeah. not thinking about being a husband. He's that—that that ain't nowhere on his radar. Okay. So let's be honest about it. Like you know what you're dealing with. And honestly, I've learned that a man can only go as far as you allow him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Let's just be real and be honest. Like, you know, don't act like you didn't know. Because what I am finding is that whether or not y'all listen or not, I'm not for sure. But what you when you say what you say, yeah. that's what you said. Yeah. Sis, don't try to twist it. <laughs> don't try to make it into something else. What he said. No, sis, he told you he didn't have time. Yeah. He was like, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. You know, okay. so because I'm like, when men do speak, they are pretty clear and they are pretty straightforward. So we just need to be real and... So we we do talk in circles. We do talk in circles. Let I bet do. y'all do sometimes. So so we do. So we, we got some 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 mental gymnastics that we play. Real quick before you go, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I got to get, I got to get this off my chest. You know what I'm saying? What y'all saying is in is in a perfect world, mm-hmm. and that's what we don't live in. Mm-hmm. We live in an artificial world. If I come to you right now, one two three four five, and say I'm dating all five of y'all, one person is gonna say I'm not. You're not going to pick me out of a lineup. You're going to choose me out of a lineup. You're going to go away. Another person's going to say, well, she ain't me. Then when you see me out with her, you're going to throw a drink on me because I was just with you last night. <laughs> but I'm just, I, you see what I'm saying? Like, but, but I want you to understand, but th- this, is, this, is, this is what we are forced to have on both sides. And it can go the same way. Whereas if, if, I'm, if I see a chick that I'm, I'm courting and she out with another dude, I'm sending two rounds over there off the flip. 
Hey, baby, you see me? Hey, don't, I'm Tuesday. You you were Thursday. I'm Tuesday. Don't get it messed up. You see what I'm saying? I, don't. Hey, listen, this your day. But just know, I I know her favorite drink. She like she like you know she she like three ice cubes. She like her macaroni on this plate, not with her green. I know that. I didn't already put this time in. You see what I'm saying? But what I'm telling y'all is like I think it's dope if we really lived it. Looking at it in the sense of us, and I'm not trying to be funny. Black people can't do that. Because the first thing we want to do is, you playing games with me. You ain't about to be out here having me looking stupid. And I'm thinking we dating. We dating. You see what I'm saying? We dating. But you're not going to have me out here looking like this. And you, you, you feel the same way. How you feel this way with me, if you feel this way with her. You don't feel that way. You don't like me. I do like you. But I, I, I like cheesecake. I like sweet potato pie. I just don't want it on this day and that day. But I do believe as men, we, we have to set the standard and say, that's what the cool is. So what you're saying is absolutely right. But I think a lot of men are so worried about, if I say this, how is she going to perceive it? How is it going to be taken? How is it going to be looked upon? Is she going to look at me as a player or is she look at me as an honest man? I will tell you, prior to when I was married prior, my game was the honest. You had a choice. Only thing I want to do is make you smile, and at the end of this thing, maybe we can still be friends. Because I'm, I'm for the moment. I'm, 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 I'm for everybody's moment. The moment is everything. I got a partner in Houston. He tell me all the time, ain't no next time. You don't get her that night, don't count on Tuesday and Thursday or the next week because you may not see her. It's a bigger city. It's a bigger market. You, you see what I'm saying? But just like cereal, when you go in there, you get, I don't need granola today. I need oatmeal. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's just what it is. So I think when you're honest like that, It'll hurt you more than it'll help you in a man's standpoint. In a woman's standpoint, fellas, they'll get prideful and be like, oh, I ain't tripping. You can do it. But when you get in the car, God damn. Damn. And then don't let it be your partner that she courting as well as you. You see what I'm saying? Because we we see a lot of memes, right? I should have waited till I seen his friends before I picked him. You dig what I'm saying? Like you, you we, we have a lot of those situations where you be like, you be like, oh, yeah, I'm kicking it. I'm kicking it with, ah, he cool, right? You see my partner, you like, hey, hey, what's up with your boy? But I have to be mature enough to know that I'm not your type or it's not my season for you. You see what I'm saying? I have to. So I tell my partners, I tell my homegirls and my homeboys, if the person that you you align with is in my camp, if they're not your flavor, I tell my partners don't get disrespectful. Don't do none of that because it's a rule of thumb. Just pass it's, it's just, just do a hard pass. Ain't no point in no man. Fuck that bitch or this whole this that or you know. It's just because you know it gets that way, right? But anybody that's around me, I make sure they understand. Like, hey, bro, you just not for the for the picking because they don't want just they don't want your, what you have to bring to the table, whatever that may look like. You see what I'm saying? But what you're like I said, what y'all saying is perfectly honest. But in a black culture, man, it'll be so many sisters that your man's before the end of the week. Like, nah, bro, he was just over here last night. You think they, you got to think about it. Like, it'll be so many pictures like, oh, so he was over there last night, but he here today. Oh, he took you, he took you to Eddie V's. We on our way to Miami. He's taking me to stage 48. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's, it'll be a competitional thing with men. And when it becomes that thing, and you know, ladies are going to hold it to a standard. Like, hey, now it don't be, it's not, it's not, per, it's not personal, but it's personal. Because now it's, hey, you got to buy me some shoes to show me you like me more than her. Because that's the society we live in. I wish it was a fact of really getting to know each other and compatible tests and all of those things. But when you're doing it in the sense of, well, you loved her this way. So to show me that you love me more, it now becomes a competition.
You dig what I'm saying? That's just how I feel. So I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. But I, I definitely give it to the fellas. So when you look at it, you got something that you want to pull? Or you you good? So when you look at it, this is my thing, too. I like to do this. Just We're going to come back to this, too. And I want some. I just want you to throw some stuff out, too. 24 hours in a day, just so we make sure. Because I'm big on mental. I'm big on your mental, right? 24 hours in a day, you wake up every day. Kids, family, your life, businesses, whatever you're doing, right? What is that? What does that two hours of yourself look like? How do you how do you balance this thing we call life? How do you balance it? What does that look like? Anybody can go first. Anybody can go second. You've already kind of done okay. it, so it don't really matter. Oh, do I it? can go, but two hours of you saying like, what do I do? Where do you just, find your time? Where's your time in your day? In my bed. I just like to chill. Like I have to. I want to turn everything off. I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to. I don't want to entertain. I don't yeah. want to. Um, I don't want to do anything. I just want to chill, watch some TV. And it's crazy because I, I used to not even like TV. Right. Now and I find it soothing because it's like, okay, I just want to be right here. I don't, whatever's going on outside, I don't care. I don't want to do anything. I just want to be in my bed. So that's, that's mine. Okay. What, what about you? <laughs> my two hours is at the gym. That's, I zone out. My me time, don't have to worry about a thing besides my workouts. That's it. Um, for me, I guess being in business, raising a family, I have learned to enjoy like my time. So that might look like, you know, want to go treat myself to a, a personal service. You know, that could be nails. That could be um, taking myself. I like to date myself. Okay. And that's something that I think Come that on. a lot of people need to get okay with. You don't need to have nobody to date yourself, you know. So I believe in taking myself out to dinner, mm-hmm. to the show. I even go out of town by myself. I will book an entire trip and go out of town by my wholesale so those are the times that i find you know where i I do me you know and i'm unapologetic about that because the older that you get you realize how precious having your own time is it's extremely hard to be good to everybody else when you don't take care of you as she said silence is golden and i have learned that i will sit in a car before i go in the house because it gets real noisy in fact i love it when all the kids are in the bed so that's usually like around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. The house gets real quiet. Uh-huh. And I just be like, yes. So I just, you know, I find joy in the small things. <laughs> okay. What about you, friend? So I would say I'm kind of like Christina. I'm just a wild card. Um, it really depends on where I am, what I'm doing in that day. Okay. Um, I might find myself at the spa, getting a facial, get a massage. Or like her, I'm booking a trip. Um, and then I just like plug stuff in my in my calendar so that way certain days come up i look at my calendar like oh okay i got a massage today or i got a wax or That's this dope. or that so i just kind of pre-plan for stuff and then if i'm on a whim i'm pulling up at a bar a restaurant might have a little cocktail i mean i i try to treat every day like i'm on a vacation you know so just um doing whatever whatever flies by that day i'm i'm rolling with it so okay. wild card 
Um, two hours from me, so I don't have kids or anything. Okay, so. okay. So you up? It's up. It's up. I'm outside. I'm outside. So I'm outside. I am a traveler, like by heart. I love traveling. Um, actually, I might be taking my first vacation to Hawaii um, in a couple of weeks by myself. So that'll be like a good experience. But two hours, I love working out. Well, no, let me lie. No, let me not. Let me not lie. I do not love working out. I love to keep my body. in it. Okay. Shape that it is now, so I work out okay. um, a lot in book flights. What I love doing. So I think my spare time. I think y'all said something dope though when y'all was like date yourself. I think that's like that's needed. But I think a lot of fellas don't. They think it's cornball. But I had some seasons where I did take myself to the movies. Where I did sit in the booth, and it's me and my chicken, and you know, and and people walking by, kind of like, bro, what's wrong? But I, you have to learn who you are as a person. And I think with men, um, um, we attach who we are to how we make women feel. You dig know what I'm saying? So if I make you happy, I'm a great man. But if I make you sad, or if I make you question me, then I, I, I fumble a lot. You dig know what I'm saying? You'll fumble a lot as a man. So I think that it's important that men do learn how to date themselves. I think if they learn how to travel by themselves too, it's cool. I, I did it recently. It was a... It was one of them things. But my home, like, a couple of my homeboys, like, they was really like, bro, your life, like, your life will change just kind of, like, going out by yourself. And I had to find, like, really in the moment, like, all right, bro, that's what it is. Like, if this don't get this or that, like, we'll worry about that. All that other stuff is here. But that moment, I was able to reset and reset in the sense of being able to be a better father for my kids. You see what I'm saying? But a better person, better overall person. So, it was cool. It was cool going and kicking it and seeing your folks and moving around. And it, I mean, it may be an opportunity where you may meet somebody. Yeah. Because you're just out there by yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just while you in the, ch- the booth with the chicken, she's across the way right. with a glass of wine. And you're yeah. like, she by herself? And organically, you know what I mean? Something happens and something sparks. So uh-huh. so, so with that, do you think, okay, so let me ask y'all this on your perspective. Is it easier for women to approach a group of men? Or is it harder for men to approach a group of women? Like, so if you see a guy, if a guy, if a guy see like a group of girls out, <laughs> and it's just him, like, I need one of my homies to be the wingman. But oh maybe my he can't. goodness! So, like, what's what's the balance? Like, do you think it's easier that way? Do you think nowadays women are like, you know, aggressive, they, straightforward? They, they real aggressive. Is, is we tonight, tomorrow, when we going out, when we, out of, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Uh-huh. Like, what do you think is easier? I think it's appropriate for women to um, flirt. Okay. In a very nice, sexy, but mature way. I mean, just what I said. Like, you know, I might just... Want, so my girlfriend, Tamala, one of the things I love her mama said, you know, it's always good to give them a good smile. Okay. It's just an acknowledgement that says it's safe. Yeah. It's safe. Because some of y'all do have that look. Yeah. Like, don't, <laughs> don't. Don't walk up to me. What if you're always smiling? Then you might not need to smile. (laughs) (laughs) You might need to wink. You might have to wink or something. But just a nice smile. smile. She said, what if you always smile? I always smile. Yeah, that might throw them off. Everybody like, no, that's not what I meant. You know? But just, I think it's a a nice way just to welcome them in. So if I smile at you, and you kind of know the type of smile too. It might be a smile with a wink. It might be. You know, hey, how you doing? And she keep moving, but if she be like, hey, you so, know. So, so if I'm in, if I'm in, if I'm in the Walmart, yeah, and I and I look over in your basket, what you got in your basket? And you hit me with the hair, like, hey, uh, I got this. I'm getting about to make the kids something to eat. 
Do I got to wait for you to kind of walk slow? How do I know when it's time to... Well, women are always waiting for the men to lead. And I think that's one of the things. It's not our job to try to coast a relationship or even an introduction. So if you have the, you know, um, enough driving you to be like, hey, what's in your basket? And I say, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm just shopping for a few things. It's going to be up to you what you say you next. Okay. Absolutely. I'm not going to just be like, hey, so you want to go on a date? Or, you know <laughs> okay. what I mean? No, I got to ask because, like, sometimes you see it, and I've talked to my partners, and they're like, bro, if I, sh- I shot my shot at this, excuse me as I be honest, with transparent, I shot, my, I shot at a little baby, you know what I'm saying? She was, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. But I think was I sometimes men are either too much mm-hmm. or too less. You see what I'm saying? So so my question is how do you find that balance of being like, hey, if you would give advice to fellas, basically what I need yeah, to Yeah, I like, would say study her, you? even if it's for thirty seconds, study her. You should know within a couple of minutes after mm-hmm. looking at a woman, kinda how she's moving. Yeah. Is she moving fast? Is she fast paced? Is she kinda taking her time? Does she look like she's got a lot of stuff on her mind? Because sometimes I think men approach women and it don't have nothing to do with them, but maybe she just got a lot of things on her mind that day right. and she's not even thinking about it. So just watch her for a few minutes yeah. before you make your move. Okay. Then, you know, test it like y'all good at you know y'all yeah. test a lot so test, test the waters test see see if it's a little hot right now little cold. Hey, hey, the test don't work the test you don't, don't think work. the test work no it I, works i think i think these days i think it's more or less of um it's it's, it's really throwing darts at the wall man because you nah you gotta that. be more intentional i mean uh, if, if you are intentional i just yeah. feel like when you go into a thing, what are you looking for? Yeah, yeah. Are you just saying, like Charday said, because you said a word earlier, which was courting, and I'm like, see, that's different than dating. Yeah. yeah. But the context of things are used in. But if you just are casually looking to meet people, you yeah. already know kind of what that looks like. Yeah. So, again, if you've already done a lot of dating, using those past experiences to kind of draw from, okay, she looked like she might be kind of, because you took the time to study her. You right. just can't. Throw darts. You want to know what you're looking for. You yeah. know what I mean? No, Maybe even putting yourself in a certain environment to get the type of woman that you're looking for because you're not going to find maybe the material of a wife in right. certain settings. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Come on. <laughs> but if you're looking for a good time, there's a setting for that. Well, see, okay, so with the, go ahead. You first. I'm go just going to piggyback off of what Christina said. Sometimes yeah. certain conversations don't need to be had in certain environments. You know, yeah. I feel like sometimes men can go this way, and it's just like, no, let's stay here because this is just fun. Mm-hmm. But you, you like, trying to go into, like, okay, well, so how many kids you got? You know, are you open to going on a date tomorrow? And I know you have to shoot your, your shot real mm-hmm. fast. But... Choose, yeah. you know, choose the moment, you know, stay in the moment because right. sometimes, you know, every woman don't want to be courted, so to speak, right. in certain environments. So, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. So, okay. So, y'all, y'all said it. So, I'm just going to, I'm here for the fellas. Like, fellas, I'm just here for y'all. <laughs> so, check this out. So, if it's for the moment, as best as I can say it without saying it, what determines what's the caliber of a person or a man that says, all right, I'm going to just play with you, and I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm going to sign off. Is it more or less him being transparent? Is it more or less if that's what I'm on the same stuff you own? How do you – because a lot of people now is just for the moment. It's just for the fun. Yeah. Like it's just for the kick. So y'all, you said be honest. So when mm-hmm. you're honest, why is it later on, this dude was just in my inbox and he want to have sex with me? Or this he wants to kick it with me on this level, and now you're offended by it. But 
You right. So, like, so how do we balance that part? And I think, again, that goes back to the ladies having a certain level of responsibility, accountability for ourselves. Yeah. Right. So and I just had this conversation with my daughters. I have teenage daughters. Mm-hmm. And one of my nieces was in an outfit on Facebook that I felt like was absolutely inappropriate for her age. Right. And it was like a come get me outfit. And she's just 17. You see what I'm saying? So if I'm on Facebook or I'm even out and about in a come and get me outfit and somebody is inboxing me talking about when can we da 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 da. Why am I upset? You know what I'm saying? Like it's how you presented yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that we have to be mindful even as women with the type of men that we're wanting to attract. Mm -hmm. You must carry yourself that way Mm -hmm. for the type of men that you're looking to attract. And vice versa. You know, if a man is looking for a woman and you like, I want somebody that I can wife and take home to mama, you know, I want, you know, you might not be looking at the come and get me girl. Right. Cause you know, she's to have a good time and that's cool. But back to when I was talking about compatibility, it is, it doesn't matter if, if it is within the first five minutes, let's get real clear. What you trying to do? Yeah. Cause if I'm looking for an opportunity to be married and to have this family kind of environment, I want to know upfront. I'm not even interested in wasting a whole bunch of time. Let's just have that conversation after we've acknowledged that we want to have another phone call after the grocery store at Walmart while you're looking in my basket. You know what I mean? Like our next step is to kind of find out what you're looking for Mm -hmm. because it doesn't make sense for us to go on two or three months and later I know that you just was looking for a good time and I already knew up front what I wanted. Right. But do you you feel like too, I think with that, like, Women know what men want, and they'll just play along with the game, too. Oh, absolutely. That's what I always say. I'm big on accountability. And I'm like, it's enough of us having to say, like, oh, they just want to do this. They just want to do that. No, we have to be accountable. You know what I mean? You know what, how he's approaching you, the things that he's saying to you. You kind of know where he's going. You know what I mean? And right. if that's not the way you're going, sis, go ahead and let him know that. No, I'm not here for that. Yeah. Thank you for your time, you know, and move forward. But. And, uh, a lot of the times women think that they can change a man. So, for example, I just met this fine chocolate man, but he told me mm. he's a polyamorous. So I knew right then and there, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> but he was telling me about the girl he was talking to a couple months ago, and I guess she just thought, like, she could change him. And he was like, no, like, you knew. I told you who I was, what I wanted up front. So I felt like... We as women have to be, like you say, realistic and accountable and say, okay, he's telling me what he wants. or You know what I mean? He's telling me what he wants. So I, was like, so I know I'm exit this door left over here. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. I mean, but, but, but look, but look he was, he was, you're fine, but I can't do it. You know or if I'm going to do it, I know what I'm signing up for. Exactly. If but I wait, stick with I, it, I know. So I can't get surprised when yeah. another woman comes along and like, here, perceive me. No, I yeah. know what I signed up for because you told me what you wanted. That's just me, though. We just got to be real. Okay. I just want to play devil's advocate right now. Just, you know, so you know how we're talking about, you know, you know what you want right then and there and all this and all that, but like you said earlier, we change. Mm-hmm. So you might be, okay, and I'm just going to give a scenario. Say you just got out of a relationship, and when dude meets you, you are looking for, like, I, I want to be in a relationship. Like, that's what that's your norm. Mm-hmm. But two, three months down the line, you've been kicking it. You've been having fun. You've been dating yourself. Mm-hmm. You've been doing all of that, and now you don't really want that. And dude is ready to put you in a relationship and court you and, you know, all of that. And so how do you handle that situation? Be honest with him and let him know. I I think it doesn't matter where you are, wherever you are, you need to be honest. You know what? I appreciate you for wanting to, you know, settle down with me. But at this time, 
it's changed for me. And that's not what I want. I think that's the best thing we can do is just be honest because mm-hmm. we do change. Mm-hmm. I mean, one day I might want to be in a relationship. The next day I'm like, I'm good with this single life. I'm totally mm-hmm. enjoying me. If you know that he's looking for um, something more permanent, you don't want to waste his time. You want to mm-hmm. let him know. It's fair. I, I appreciate you. I even like you. Mm-hmm. But I'm moving in a different direction, and I want to respect you. So at this time, I don't want to be in a relationship. You know what I mean? Okay. And I want you to be, you know, happy in what you want and so forth. So either way, just be honest. Just be honest. Gotcha. Let's see what you got. Okay. So I wanted to play devil's advocate, too, um, like what she said about the image. So being in the fitness world, a lot of people think that I'm vain, and I do wear a lot less clothing than a lot of people the majority mm. of the time. So, like, I could be working out or something, and I'll get a disrespectful inbox, probably about 50 of them a day, mm-hmm. and I'm not doing anything but my job. Mm-hmm. And so I think as a woman, you do kind of have to be mindful of it. So, like, there's even some things that I won't post that people might want to see me do that mm-hmm. is like I can't do it because I already know what type of attention or – what I'm going to attract with that. And right. after a while, you just get sick of it. So, And I can, you know, I agree that. Because I'm like, at the end of the day, you are working out. But you know what I'm saying? You are working out. So that's going to require for you not to be in a turtleneck and a sweatshirt. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? She put that turtleneck She on. could. But you know, she, Give you know. Guys out of the you know, a, lot of will, a lot of men will approach me and they'll think, uh, something totally different. They think that I'm this person, and it's like I'm not. I'm not a video uh, victim. I'm not. I'm I, not this is working. my business. I, yeah, like I'm in it for health, not to well, hold on, just hold on. look good. So with that, I think that a lot of times they approach you that and they see it as that because of the fact that social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's ain't no shade on nobody. Dr. Miami making bread. Yeah. But when you see some of these people, and they like, it ain't natural. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> right? So, cats are vision. They vi- like it look good. It got to feel good. It got to taste good because it looked good. I, 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 she made the salmon. <laughs> it adjacent to it with some some loaded mashed potatoes. It looked good. When I taste it, it's got a bad. It don't. It don't. It don't taste like grandma used to make. It don't taste like Longhorn make. You dig what I'm saying? And I'm not never telling you to change who you are. I think that you have to. I think we, as people, we have to lower. Um, not our expectations, but we have to be okay with the letdown. Like, it's not going to always be mm-hmm. what we think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But we have to go quality over quality. And I think a lot of people is just like, with guys, they're like, bro, if I see her, she's bad. I have to, me being honest, asking you to come on the show, I'm like, will she say yes to me because I'm just starting a podcast? You see what I'm saying? But it's more or less of, hey, I'm 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 basing it off of the vibe. I'm basing it off of the fact that people only see you in this light. So it's important that when you come over here, they get to see you talk. Because they only see you doing push-ups and sit-ups and whatever else you're doing and, and doing that. So that's how they equate you to who you are. When, they look, when we look on your social media as men, okay, she like mimosas on Sundays. It's going to be a mimosa in that glass when she walk in here. You see what I'm saying? She like to kick it with her girls, and they taking pictures at Boogaloo on the swing. Like Miami on the yacht. So naturally, what we do, we go out of town, we go to Miami, we get in the boat because that's mm-hmm. what we're ta- we're programmed to repeat, recycle, and rinse like all over again. You dig what I'm saying? So for a man, it's really just going off of I got one shot, and if I miss, I miss. Where well, I say, well, boys, with men, if you want it, you are gonna shoot every day, every other day, every three to four days, like because I gotta be consistent. 
but don't have them being consistent, and they ain't even in the race. You see what I'm like? They're not yeah. even – you don't even qualify. A lot of my partners, when I talk to them, they're like, bro, I'm shooting at her. Instead of her just saying, nah, you ain't my speed, it's LOL. It's uh, emoji coming back. You dig what I'm saying? You playing with this dude mine, right? You got him mentally messed up. So he thinks he has a snowball's chance in hell, and he doesn't. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of my partners, you see what I'm saying, they looking at it like, bro, I got a, I got a chance, bro. She fooling with me. But then I'm upset when I walk in the joint, and you sitting next to, you know what I'm saying, this cat. And I'm like, bro, you messing with Stacy? Like, <laughs> you ain't messing with Mike from the wood. You messing with Stacy. Like, this is what. So you mess up your mind in the sense yeah. of that. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think everything's been great, man. We've been rolling for a little minute, man. I got a couple more, and we're going to get ready to get out of here. But I want to challenge you guys. Like I said, again, just jot me down some more. If anybody, we got two. We can do two more. Like, just some perspective things that you want to tell to the fellas. Like, if you can give me some – if you can give them – I'm not saying game, but if you can give them some knowledge on just how to court, how to court a woman, how to – you, yeah, how to approach. If you can give me some of that, you can give me that on the mic right now. You can give me just – how would you – anybody, how would you say it? Consistency. Talk Don't start out with consistency and uh-huh. not follow through with right, right. consistency. Right, right. I mean, I understand that sometimes a guy, like you said, they – they rent, they get to know you and like, ah, oh, she ain't the one or she ain't, yeah, ain't yeah. who I want to deal with. But if you keep dealing with someone and you become inconsistent for whatever reason, that needs to be communicated. You know, um, I think for most people, I'm an energy person. So when I notice that someone's energy is, you know, falling off, I'm, I'm questioning everything. Like, hey, what's up? Because I'm not an insecure person. I'm not a jealous person. And I don't expect to go into something that's going to create that type of vibe of jealousy, insecurity, and all of that. So as long as my energy is good with the person, um, I think we're good. But when my energy starts to roller coaster, I'm questioning, I'm acting funny, I'm falling back because I don't know what you got going on, where you at, and yeah. So just what is that consistency thing, you know, with men? Why isn't that something that's maintained? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Come on, come on. <laughs> um, learn her love language, like they was talking about earlier. Every woman doesn't want to give. Hold on, Some people. Hold on, hold on. Is it really real, though? It yeah. is. Yes. Yes. Understand what it is, just look that up. Yeah. It's There's, a whole book. It's a whole test you can go no, no. online and get from I, I took the test in the book, so and this is just in my life, just in general, right? Okay. I think men don't know when it changed. So is that for a woman to say, like, my love language has now changed? Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. It goes back. Correct, correct. Right, yeah. So it's like back to communicating. Like, communication is key in all relationships, whether it's with your girlfriend or with your man. Y'all got to communicate and understand where you are at that point. Because, like you say, you can be here now, but three months later, something might change and you might not want that. So it's like communicating, talking to each other. That's the only way we're going to know what's going on. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure it's real. Okay. And I would just say, uh, take the time to really understand the difference between dating, courting, and marriage. Okay. I think oftentimes we go into dating with the marriage idea. Everybody wants to kind of play house. You know what I mean? You have this expectation that she's cooking for you, that she's cleaning for you, that she's sexing you, that she's doing all yeah. these things that are really wifely things. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Um, on a dating kind of situation. And that's that's not really it. So find out kind of really what you want. I just want to kind of date and have fun. I just want to yeah. 
rent the car. You know what I'm Talk saying? And um, there may be a point where I uh, decide as a man, you know what I mean? I'm now ready to kind of settle down. I believe every man has his own expiration date when he knows it's time. You know what I mean? And if you're not there, that's okay. You don't have to force that. You know what I mean? But just really kind of knowing the difference between dating courting which is a little bit more serious uh-huh. okay out of all the fishes in the sea right. this fish caught my eye you okay. know what i mean and we moving towards i guess whatever we moving towards and then you know i'll make the decision but i i just think in our community we don't know the difference and it's okay. important for our generation to kind of understand that so everybody kind of know where they are you know what i mean okay, okay. Gotcha. all right so um real quick i'm ready to get up out of here so when when we're dealing with um, relationships and we're dealing with friendships and situationships, whatever they want to call it nowadays, do you think that the damage prior, so example, you know what I'm saying? Cup has something in it, right? So some residue still in there, of course. So now when I come to you and you said being divorced, how much of this residue are you holding against the next man Versus, do everybody get a, do everybody get a clean glass? Everybody should have a clean. You see what I'm saying? Glass. Do you think do you think that realistically women give everybody that, or do they do they say? And it's everybody. Like, do you think that it like it's like no, you're gonna because he didn't do this, you're gonna do this. Is that one of those like I know better now type deals or what is it? I would say realistically, no, nobody has a clean glass because yeah. your life is based off of your experiences. So uh-huh. you're going to treat somebody according to how you were treated before, whether that was you were a kid and a man did something to you yeah. or you were an adult and a woman broke your heart. Like everybody's holding on to a little bit of something. Now, you shouldn't necessarily use it against that person, right. but still be cautious going forward. No doubt. And, I mean, I guess some of that is, uh, you know, truth. But, I mean, I just feel like when you are ready to enter into something new, and a lot of times we don't take the time to wash the dish. Okay. But why? Because of several reasons. Fear of being alone. Fear of moving forward. Fear of the unknown. It's it's all kind of different reasons. But mostly people struggle with being by themselves. Yeah. So instead of me taking this time to heal, I'm on this like rush to like find somebody to fill this void. Yeah. No, take the time, wash the dirty dishes, yeah. let them dry out, double rinse them yeah. if necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, come on. I'm, I'm just trying to say, <laughs> because there's a lot of great guys out here. And I know we're talking from the woman's perspective, but there's a lot of women who do damage too. And sis is just not taking the time to clean the dishes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I do believe that our experiences shape us, but everybody that you meet and you decide to enter into a relationship with, they need to be given a clean opportunity with you. No doubt. Yeah, they understand your past. They know what's going on, what you've been through, so they are a little bit more conscious. Okay. You know what I mean? But the reality is is that if we're going to step into this relationship realm, be clean. Yeah. Be honest and be clean. Okay. You know what I mean? Everybody deserves that. Uh, I got a question. That's okay. So what does clean look like? How do you know when you are clean? Well, I think it's self. Well, not just you two. Oh, okay. okay. Come on. Come on. No, y'all ain't just. Yeah. Come another round. So let's come on. What's up? Okay. So I'll tell you my bit because I know Charday's going to tear it up. But. Come on. I mean, it's just that time to uh, detox. Yeah. You know, take the time. Like, you know. When you have given yourself enough time to get through, get over something, you know what I'm saying? It's no time frame on it. If it takes you a year, I'm, you know, one of my past relationships, no lie, I was, 
Sullivan for five years. But it's, I, I can say that whole time after that relationship, it took me that length of time before I could even think about doing something with somebody else. Five years. You know what I'm saying? So if whatever the amount of time is, just do that. But the, the process is about working on you. Gosh. It's the reflection of what role did I play in this? You know, that back to the level of accountability. You know what I'm yeah. saying? What It's not about what they did because people only do what we allow them to do. So right. if it's something that they're doing to us, what is it that I am allowing? What do I need to work on to shift that? Because if I take these same habits from a past relationship into the new relationship, I get the same results. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just feel like, you know, getting clean um, is self-reflection. Also, if you need to talk to somebody about some things, get you a therapist and kind of move through some things, you know, prayer, whatever your thing is, you know, um, that whole dating yourself, getting to know what you like. Half the time I'm like, we can't even communicate what we like because we don't know what we like because you waiting on your experience to come by somebody else. Like, get out here and experience the world for yourself and really find out what you like. So when he asked you. You already know what you like. Because they'll ask sometimes. You'll be like, I don't know. Like, girl, you better, you better live a little. Like, Learn you know, what you like. You don't even know what you want to eat, let alone like. What do you want to eat it? I don't know what you want. Look, I'm going to tell you, I want to go to South, South, South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now, just to piggyback off of Christina and what you were saying, so talking about the dirty glass, um, it's triggers. You know, there's triggers that things that people do that mm. just completely set you off or set you back from dealing with a certain person. And I think you can come into a situation with a clean slate, but like right. you said, yes, it's a, I guess, a two-way street. You try to start off with a clean glass, but that dirty glass get triggered because, you know, somebody might do something. You're like, you know what? I'm not doing this one. Yeah. And so, and then that's when you have to be honest, too, and say, hey, I really like that, yeah. you know. And I think, and honestly, yesterday somebody asked on Facebook a question. They posed a question that, sta- that simply stated, um, what's one thing that you learned Um in your past relationships. Yeah. And I and I had two things. Or no, what's one thing or some type of advice? So number one, like my daddy used to always say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. But I think that's for the like the dating part. You know, you don't want to just deal with that one person. But anyway, um, then the next thing is just being open and honest and just speaking your truth every time. Addressing those issues. Addressing what makes you feel a certain way, what don't. Because, you know, you let things build up. The situation come up again, and it creates a whole problem. So I just think being honest up front. But another thing I feel like um, with coming in, knowing that you're healed or whatnot, for me, my heal was, I guess, a little different because, you know, when you're dealing with someone who is no longer here, it's like, okay, dating. Oh, my God, I'm nervous, and um, somebody's going to see me out with another person. So, when I stop feeling scared or feeling like, um, you know, I'm nervous or feeling like I'm doing something wrong, that's when I knew that I was healed. Yeah. That's when I knew that I that's can good. move forward and start feeling good. like, okay, oh, I can do this. I can date. I can talk to people. I can, you know, hang out, whatever the case may be. That's when I realized, like, I, I feel good. I can do this. So, you know, I think when you know that you've kind of healed from something or you've um, moved past a certain situation, you you know that feeling, you know. So I guess, and then like she said, just kind of being in prayer about it or, or even forcing yourself to um, do the things that make you feel 
um, scared or intimidated, putting yourself in those uncomfortable situations yeah. to to get past that okay. thing. And if you know you're not ready, just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's another part. I just mm-hmm. we, we fear being by ourselves and being alone, and we just do stuff, and you know you're not ready. Yeah. You know you're an emotional wreck. Right. You know you still got a lot of scars that would, you would inflict, I'm sorry, onto that individual. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you know you're not ready, just don't do it. Yeah. When she was like, uh, the glass is still a little dirty. Like, if I know that if I drop the glass and the sink is going to break, yeah. I'm, not, I'm going to avoid doing that. It would be in my best interest because I already know kind of what that looks like on the back end. So, What you have? You have what you it's cool. Okay, so check this out. We, we, we didn't have a good one with this one. So... Um, the goal is to keep these going. I talked to C. We're going to always kind of do them here. You know what I'm saying? Um, quarterly. Um, it's a goal. So the goal is to make sure that we can have other people come. Some people will be requested back because I love the dialogue. But, again, I want you all to fill them out. Got some other stuff we're going to do after this and everything. But think about other people. Challenge other people to come. Challenge other people to be a part of it. But I wanted to – this is just like a, your ground level. As it grows, I want it to be so uncomfortable. And not in a bad way, not in a drama-filled way. But I want it to be uncomfortable because a lot of times men don't, they don't, we don't know. Like, we don't, and we're dealing with a lot of trauma. And the reason why I say glass, and I can relate to you, is seeing going out and feeling guilty. Feeling guilty for having fun, for being out, being in a certain place or in a certain environment. But this is what makes you happy for the moment. Not saying it doesn't change. Not saying you don't go. So if you think of, like, cast that you think will be good, because when I get to do these fellas... I'm not, I, I'm going to give y'all, we're going to guard y'all a little bit. With them, I ain't going to guard them because I really want them to understand that because we don't step up, we get stepped on. You dig what I'm saying? As men. Like, I really feel like, the, and it's not a power thing, so don't take it wrong when I say this, but the power is now in the behold of a woman because she gets to say, this is my expectations, yes, but we'll just go with them knowing that we can't meet them, knowing that we can't do them, knowing that we can't, we can't take it there, we can't, we can't give them what they need. But the fear of being alone for a lot of men is what what gets us. You see what I'm saying? So we're gonna do we're gonna do the fellas uh, here real soon. We're gonna come back and do another one with the ladies again. We're just gonna keep building them. Just keep building them. So that way, your daughters, your sons, they'll have a key of life that they can kind of go to, in the sense and say, hey, this is some of the things they were dealing with at that time. Because the way social media is moving now, by the time your kids and your grandkids get older, it's gonna be way different. Like, the, the the approach of dating is going to be different. The approach of a, of a wedding, of marriage. If you look at it in the sense of even simple things like weddings and baby showers and bridal showers, that thing has got so grand when Big Mama Nim was just happy with just being in love. Just having all the kids in the house, everybody in the living room listening to music. Me and my partner, we, we laugh and joke. Some of our best moments is when we don't go anywhere. Like, these moments are the moments that guys love. Because it, it's not that it don't, I don't want to take you out on the world. I don't want nobody to see you. I don't got to compete. But I get to know you. I don't get to know the watered-down version of you. I don't get to pull up to the house and see you glammed all up. I get to see you in the bonnet. I get to see you in a form. You know what I'm saying? Like those, those things are important for, for men. Just just me telling y'all from that. So just think. Keep writing them down, of course. We're going to get ready to get up out of here. Give me Everybody give me your handles. If you want everybody to be able to reach out to you, just kind of look. Look you up or whatever. They're they going to live vicariously through y'all, so make sure you good, however you want to do it. And we're going to keep this thing rolling, man, and we'll do it, and it'll be just Kansas City's, her perspective. And then we'll take it to another city, and we'll, we'll just keep building this thing to where it can be something big 
where it can be a guide for some people. It might be our new version of the five love languages. You dig what I'm saying? Like that's the, the goal. Like the goal is the, is to have a vision of this being something that you can write down later on and say, hey, this is what we use and this works. You see what I'm saying? Cool. So everybody go through one by one. Give me your handles real quick. And we're going to get ready to get up out of here. Um, P Dimples, P like Peter, <laughs> D-I-M-P-L-E-Z, like zebra. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> P Dimples, P like Peter, D-I-M-P-L-E-Z, P Dimples. Okay. All right, it's style by her, underscore Sharday Shears, S-T-Y-L-E-D as in dog, H-E-R. And um, Vivid Events, K-C, V-I-V-I-D-E-V-E-N-T-S-K-C, Instagram and Facebook. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the underscore Christina Williams and also the black B L A K K C O. Body love underscore KC spelled out just how it sounds. And then also you love Miss Perry, just the letter U. Uh, Goldie Powell on Facebook, Cyber Creations on Instagram. That's C Y B E R C R E A T I O N Z. And then the blacklist, and that's the B L A K C L I S T. Oh, that's cool. Breeze, Al, Instagram. That's Good Days, Great Nights. That's Alfred Humble Garner on Facebook. Call your auntie, she'll tell you how to reach me. Um, holler at your cool cousin, the one that's riding on that Chevy. Me and him then roll down Truman on a Saturday, listen to some good music. He know how to get in contact with me. Um, one more thing before we go um, show me candles. Um, she's one of my good friends. She she took care of us on some candles. She always kind of give us a lot of love. So I appreciate it again, ladies, so much uh, hanging out with me, man. Make sure y'all make sure y'all finish y'all cups and get a couple refills. I appreciate y'all coming. Like you gotta understand, like for a man to be in a room with women that's confident is the greatest thing ever because he doesn't have to worry about how I make her feel. She already knows how to feel. These are her feelings. You dig what I'm saying? So until the next time, uh, never goodbye. I always see you later. I don't believe in goodbyes. May God be your direction and we be your seatbelt in this thing called life or vice versa. May y'all be cool, be safe. Till we meet again, y'all be cool.